Skin and Sass, the podcast talking all things skin to the side of sass. Proudly brought to you by KGA Body. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Skin and Sass. I'm Andy Paulson, and I have with me the gorgeous Kelly George. And this episode is Skincare 101. Because we are skin and sass. We are skin and sass after all. And not everything has to be an in-clinic treatment. The topical skincare products are really important. And there's a lot you can do with them. However, it is a minefield out there. As Kelly quite rightly pointed out earlier when we were discussing this one. <laughs> but I forgot the word. So I was like, like going, that word, that thing means big. She's there's doing a lot. all these weird gestures with her hands. And I'm like, I have no idea what you're on about. <laughs> yeah, I was like, you would I was, fail charades. I was trying to describe walking through a forest. <laughs> I was like, walking through a forest? That's not a minefield. I don't know. <laughs> anyway. So. Anyway, it's a walking through the forest of, <laughs> minefield. of skincare, skincare out there. But like, like, you know, I mean, you don't have to go further than somewhere like Chemist Warehouse to realise the extent of products on the market. And so that is, you know, uh, general skincare products. But even when you get to the active skincare products that are available in clinics like yours, Kelly, yeah. um, there's still a huge amount of variety of brands. And so... I guess for people listening, the reason that we really wanted to do an episode dedicated to skincare is that um, we want to give you some some tips and maybe help point you in the right direction in terms of like what products do you actually need. I think the thing is, I mean, there is if you're following along on Instagram and you're following a few different people, you're you're going to have no idea where to start, mm. and so I think, th- you know. I have used some of some of these products for 15, 16, 17 years. I've used some others for the last five or so. And then, but it's not just me. You know, I've got experience with, I'm not kidding, thousands of people who have used these products. And so over the last 10 years, I think I'm in a really good position to be able to go, these are the products that work for this particular skin type. Or this is the product that for 95% of people who have tried it have loved it and have seen results. And so I think that's probably you know, for a consumer, a much better way to make a decision on what you might want to use than scrolling through Instagram. And, you know, this wouldn't be a skincare app if we didn't mention the new celebrities that have got... (laughs) Do you know, I was just thinking over the five seasons... all do at this point. Literally. Over the five seasons of Skin and Sass, we originally had like skin... What what do we have? Celebrity skincare lines. And then we had not another celebrity skincare line. Like we've done two whole episodes on this. And even this year we've got... Okay, so we've got John Legend. John Legend. The boys are getting in on this. But we were talking about this. Doesn't his wife, Chrissy Teigen, have, have her one own? too? So are they competing with each other? Or is it all just under the same? It's probably the same skincare, just or with a different like, label. It's a house of brands. Boy, girl, maybe. <laughs> uh, Vanessa Hudgens, so High School oh, Musical. Yes, yes. And Christina Aguilera. She's jumped on the bandwagon too. I feel like it's so saturated that surely these celebrities can't be making money from it anymore. I don't understand. And what's their unique angle? I mean, oh, you know who else? Scarlett Johansson has one too. Did you know that? No, I didn't know that. Yeah. She's got good skin though, I yeah. feel. Although she's somebody that suffered from acne, acne. in the past. And that's yeah. why she said, I listened to a podcast with her the other day and she said she created it because of that. And it was quite, but I mean, it's all natural stuff. So it's quite interesting. Oh, bloody J-Lo and olive oil. Olive oil. Oh, it is olive oil it's all over again. Oil. Oh, stop it, stop it. So we have had episodes, like you said, the skincare line, celebrity skincare lines. We talked about in earlier seasons, you know, around 
retinol and don't fear the retinoid or Mm -hmm. vitamin A amazing and what your skin needs. So we've kind of touched on skincare in other episodes, but we've never had a whole episode dedicated to skin. No. So I almost don't know where to begin, but possibly um, just by maybe we can start with um, like by age group. Well, why don't we start with the three brands that maybe I know the most about? Okay. So then, I mean, obviously everyone knows that we don't get paid to do this podcast. This is a a love project. So nobody's paying me to say this, but I just wanted to start by saying, you know, Jan Marini Skin Research okay. is, I guess, has been in both of our lives yeah. for since, 15 years since or before something. before you had the clinic, we yeah, both back at, at Allegan. stumbled upon it at aesthetic conferences that we attended. Mm-hmm. And I think, like, we were just really impressed by both the science, but then also, like, the real feedback that people who'd used the yeah. products were giving. And, like, you know, you have to try this. It's backed by science. It's real amazing yeah so millions and millions of dollars put into every product of theirs in terms of research and development and for me personally at the time I just had my second baby and I had very very bad cystic acne with both of my kids I obviously had melasma which everyone knows but my skin was in pretty bad shape and you know I obviously was like everyone who has breakouts going through that you know, what can I do, trying different things, you know, everything from proactive to clearasil to, you know, drying my skin out. Oh, you know, I wasn't, gosh. I didn't didn't do what I do now. I didn't understand skin anywhere near the way I do now. And it wasn't until I, I discovered Jen Marini and specifically the bioglycolic cleanser and the age intervention peptide, which are the two things that I still use to this day, 16, 17 years later, that my skin almost changed overnight and it wasn't, you know, and it really was maybe within a week that I started to see it improve. And then I have not had problematic skin ever again since. And we noticed it with everyone that we worked with who was using it. And, you know, so when I opened KGA, I knew straight away, I didn't even consider another brand. I wanted Jan Marini. I'm going to stock Jan Marini. And and same, I think even because, you know, you and I were working in the industry when we started using Jan Marini and we stumbled across it. And we're so passionate about it, we kept using it. Yeah. And, you know, even when you got to pay full retail Yeah, price. which we did. I did back in the day. <laughs> so, um, but, yeah, no, the fact yeah. that you have a clinic now and that, so it's not just, you know, you and I have had experience with it. Yeah. Now, your patients. Yeah. You've literally seen thousands of literally. people. Literally. I mean, I, I honestly can see up to 250 people a week, you know, go through my clinic. So we have a, we have a lot of patients, thousands of patients. And so we, we started with Jen Marini and people's skin genuinely were being transformed. Everyone was very, very happy. But of course, you've got that hand for the people that need something a little bit different. And so maybe after two or three years, I started thinking about how can I find another product that might be as good, Mm -hmm. but an alternate solution for those who just don't gel with Gemmarini because you're always going to find someone. Well, that's the thing. And not every, I don't think you can expect to get everything you need from one product range. I mean, you might. I know there are some people who have product ranges that they love and use and that's all they use. But I guess for you, because of the number of people that you're seeing, you're seeing a huge variety of people. Exactly. So for you to be able to Mm -hmm. offer something that's suitable for all those people, you're probably going to need one more, more than one product line. Exactly. And so we we introduced Revision Skincare. And at the time, it wasn't for the whole range. It was genuinely to fill the gap of some of the things that Mm -hmm. Gemma Rini didn't have. One was the Nectarfirm Advance, which is an amazing cream for the neck, which just literally erases the lines on the neck. And my husband was the first person, I think, to really become obsessed with that. (laughs) 
I, you know, I gave it, I gave him a professional oh, size one for Christmas one year because he just was like, bring home some more Nectar Firm. I'm like, oh God, you are just like slathering that on like wow. it's... Like it's Sorbolene. I just thought he looks like he's like Peter Pan. He's oh, he loves ages, it. Yeah, he but loves his it. His true secrets are out. There you go. And then, of course, one of the other products that I felt just was far superior to what Gem Marini could offer was the physical sunscreen. Yeah. So the Intelli shade that everybody really, really loves. Um, but then, of course, you know, over the years, there's you, you see more people, and we've now had, I guess, revision in the clinic for a few years, and there's I just find other little tiny little gaps. And what we realised we needed was maybe something um, that, A, was more prescription and also at the same time more natural. Okay. <laughs> I know sounds that sounds like an crazy. Oxymoron. <laughs> but, but, a, but a range that could give us kind of both ends of the spectrum. Right. So if we've got someone, say, with rosacea who needs just a very gentle, nice oil cleanser that's not particularly active but that's going to help the microbiome, we needed something like that. And I didn't have anything in my, in my range. And what we were doing was sending people across the road to Chemist Warehouse, telling them that they should maybe have a look at some of the CeraVe range and just go back to basics, which is lovely. Yes. But sometimes, uh, you know, I mean, that, some patients are very happy with that. Other patients are like, oh, but I want one of your products. Yeah, and I want they just the, they want to get everything all in one go, and yeah. I understand that. It's yeah. like, oh, just stop sending me around here, yeah. there, and everywhere. And also, I guess, from a, from a therapist's point of view or from our point of view, treating this patient, it is nicer to know everything that they're using on their face and that, you know, because sometimes yes. they're like, oh, yeah, I, I went and got that thing you said from the chemist, but they maybe didn't quite get the right brand yeah. or, you know, <laughs> so you do have a little bit more control over it so that if something goes wrong, we're able to kind of go, okay, let's tweak it, let's take this one out, yeah. let's add this one. So I really wanted to look at that. And so very, very, very excitingly, we have just recently introduced the Secret Skincare. So this is brand new. Brand new products. as of like two days ago. Yeah, I mean, you haven't even spoken to me no. about this other than to say, hey, I want to mention yeah. this. And I went, all right, cool. Yeah. I can learn about it with everybody else. And, you know, I've been using some of the products now for a little while. Just obviously I test out everything. And I have to just say... I've never tried an oil cleanser. I'm like, like I hate oil cleansers I know you with do. a passion. When you said this before, I, know. I was like, who even are you? Hate. You hate oil cleansers. Hate, hate. And when they gave it to me, I was like, oh. Anyway, all right, I'll try it. I'll try it. <laughs> and okay. So you put an oil cleanser on your face and you feel like you're putting oil on your face, obviously. Like, oh, my God. And if you've ever had a history of acne or congestion, it's like you start your, to freak biggest out a little fear bit. is to put all this yeah. stuff that's going to clog your pores on your face. Yeah. So you do the first lather straight onto a dry face and you feel like you're rubbing oil around your face. But it also feels kind of nice because it's a nice soft oil and it doesn't feel like olive oil, which, is, <laughs> it, which we know how that feels because we did a test for JLo. Because we did. You can go back and look at our reels. <laughs> um, but... Then you wet your hands and continue the lather with a bit of water oh, and it emulsifies it and it turns into a milky cleanser. Oh, milky. Oh, milky. Nice. And so by the time you rinse it off, you don't feel like you've had any oil on your face at all, which is my favourite thing because every other so oil So it doesn't cleanser, leave a weird film. It does not leave a film mm. at all. At all. So that's one of the hero products that's standing out for me at the moment. And then they have something called a solar serum, okay. which is a 50 plus. It is this light... SPF, 50 SPF. Yes. Right, okay, gotcha. SPF, sorry, because it's solar serum, so it's a sunscreen. Oh, okay, all right. But it is a serum. It feels, looks, smells like a serum. It's Ooh. got this very, very light universal tint, so it kind of gives you a like a glow. It almost feels like a... 
like something you'd put under your makeup, like a primer that goes yeah. under your makeup to kind of give you like okay. a shimmer. Like it's yes. stunning. Oh, like glowy, dewy Glowy, finish. dewy Ooh, finish. Like it is stunning. Mm-hmm. And at the other end of the spectrum for the Secret Skincare, they have a, a purely prescription but bespoke. So we have a consultation with our patient. We then prescribe what they need in terms of if they've got melasma or if they've got acne or if they've got rosacea or any of the other skin conditions. And then an actual chemist compounds that um, product for them based on their skin type. So, you know, it's very, very specific to that patient. It's very bespoke and it's it, it's just a beautiful, beautiful product mm. range that's really thoughtfully designed and formulated. And the base range is available now on our website. Not that I'm here to sell you anything, but awesome. if you want to have a look, go and have a look. And I will bring you some of that sunscreen because I know you're going to love yeah. it. Andy. Yeah. Oh, mm. yes, please. Um, okay, so so that's a bit of a um, overview of the three product ranges that are available in your clinic. And I want to talk about the product ranges, but specifically pull out the hero products of each of that range for, um, so firstly, the different age ranges, mm-hmm. and then maybe we can talk a little bit about skin concerns. Yeah. So say you've got a younger patient, so somebody in their 20s. What are the main products within those ranges that you're finding are having, giving people the most, the best results? Okay. I would say for most people, and again, this is most people. It's a generalisation. But generalisation, yes. the bioglycolic cleanser is probably the number one thing for people in their 20s because they are still struggling with a little bit of hormonal breakouts. They're usually struggling with struggling with a little bit of congestion. So that's where your skin just feels a little bit bumpy. Mm. So it's not actual pimples that you would be able to pop if you tried to, which you shouldn't. But if you tried to, <laughs> it's just right. kind of that like almost like white heads, just a bit it you just know, it doesn't it makes the, right. makes the texture look uneven because yeah. even I get that sometimes and you know like now that I know how to treat it but like yeah yeah, yeah. there's yeah. more so, common in the younger patients so the hydrating sorry the the bioglycolic cleanser would be really really good and just that's for like Jan Marini, Jan Marini. Mm-hmm. and to be honest if you are in your 20s and you don't really have problem skin and you like to wear a lot of makeup then I would probably actually go the secret skincare oil cleanser ah. because it will take your makeup off at night so beautifully and it's just not going to strip your skin yes. and it's going to be able to protect that sort of microbiome of your skin so that you don't start to sensitize your skin too early in life when yeah. when you don't really have a problem. So would you be using the bioglycolic then like every other day or maybe once a day just see how your skin feels? Yeah so what I'm doing personally and I know I'm not in my 20s but I my skin's pretty under control. I use my bioglycolic in the morning because yes. I still want that resurfacing benefit. Yep. So if you are in your 20s and you have pr- breakout prone skin, I would probably still recommend that. And then I've, I've started using the oil cleanser at night so that I can get mm. my makeup off and my sunscreen off with a really nice gentle approach so it doesn't feel like it's too stripping of my skin. Nice. Yeah. Nice. So there's that. And then for my oh, look, I mean, I have to take sunscreen out of it because that's obviously a given that every age range needs sunscreen. Well, does, but does the, I guess there's an interesting question there is that does every um, age group need the same type of sunscreen or is it more determined by your skin type than your age? I feel like it's skin type versus okay. age, yes. Right. If okay. you, again, if you're in your 20s and you've got no problem with your skin whatsoever, then you can just literally get a sunscreen from anywhere from the chemist. Okay, so totally. maybe we put the sunscreen to one yeah. side. But yeah. um, in terms of other key hero products for the younger 
younger patient. Yeah, for the younger patient, I'd probably, for in terms of moisturiser, I would, and this is actually all you really need would be just the cleanser, the moisturiser and the sunscreen yes. at, in your 20s. Uh, the hydrating serum by Revision, actually. Okay. Again, it's at yes. that little bit of a lower price point than some of the other moisturisers, but that's because in your 20s you don't need some of those, all of those really anti-aging active, actives. Active. Yeah. Yeah, so just a beautiful lightweight, so very hydrating but lightweight, so you can put it under your makeup and you don't I've feel heavy. I've tried that before. It's yeah. really nice. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. you just love to drink moisturisers. So well, for I you, do, yes. So if you prefer <laughs> a heavier, we you know, we can go somewhere else. But if you're just like, I just want a normal standard, nice hydrator, yes. the, the hydrating serum is a really nice lightweight one for, for people in their 20s. Nice, for sure. nice. And so, um, so, okay, so say now we're moving on. So we're, we're now getting into maybe our 30s. And mm-hmm. maybe early 40s. So let's go sort of from 30 to early 40s. So like you and I. You and I. <laughs> I mean, I'd love to be 30, but okay, <laughs> 30 so, to early 40s. So again, from just a standard anti-aging point of view, not melasma, not still having hormonal breakouts, but definitely regardless of whether or not you look after your skin, we are, we are starting to need to address the signs of ageing. Mm-hmm. So if you're not having any breakouts, you know, I'd... Look, it's really quite for a cleanser. I'd probably still go the same two cleansers yeah, as, as yes. options. So either the oil-based secret, the secret skincare, or the bioglycolic. But if you don't do well with glycolic, which some people don't, then I'd actually go the papaya cleanser. So I mean, yeah. this is kind of why you need to have a consultation. But I'm trying well, we, to. We're, do, we're talking very generally. Very we're generally. picking out some hero products. Yes. Yeah. So. Yes. Um, so that is a revision product. I know because I've used it before, and it's. Yeah probably kind of a halfway point between an active cleanser and a very, very gentle cleanser. It's got a little bit of salicylic in it, but not so much that if you struggle with super active products, it's going to be problematic for you. So the reason I'd like people who are starting to see those little early signs of of ageing, even if they're not having breakouts now, is glycolic acid and salicylic acid are going to help to turn skin cells over. So it's that chemical exfoliation so that we don't end up with really dull looking skin. Yeah. Like we've got that buildup of dead skin on our, you know, on the surface of our skin. And then when you put your makeup on, it almost feels like it accentuates the lines or it sits in the cracks because it's just And a it bit... just kind of feels that it's sitting on the top of your yes. skin. Like yes. even your skincare is kind of sitting on the top. You're not yes. getting that absorption that you would otherwise get. That's right. Because in our 30s, our cells cycle starts to slow down so that build-up of cells just starts to stay stay on the surface for longer and longer so so things like the acids the glycolic acid the salicylic acid they will break down the, that sort of glue that holds the skin cells there so that the cells can turn over more freely again so I do think that's in a very important part of everybody's 30s and 40s and even 50s skincare regime but of course we're also battling with the making sure our skin's nice and thick and healthy and the microbiome's okay so you know if you can afford it I would still probably do that same routine as I said in the 20s where you do use the nice oil cleanser at night to take your makeup off but a nice uh, you know active cleanser in the morning that's going to turn some skin cells over. And um, the importance of now, so what products would you start to introduce in the 30s and 40s that you may not be using in the 20s? Definitely, if you can handle it and if you're not pregnant or breastfeeding, retinol. We, mm-hmm. we want to start to get onto retinol. I mean, you can start retinol earlier than that if you want to. There is no rule against how young you can start other than being a baby. <laughs> but, you know, anywhere from 20 onwards, if, if, you, if you can afford it and if you're into your skincare and you're going to be consistent with it, retinol is an amazing product to just keep 
maintaining that youthful skin because yeah. it turns over cells. It helps with the pigment. It keeps your skin nice and thick. It helps with the regeneration of cells at night. I mean, it just does everything that you need your skin to do. Yeah, and go back to our earlier seasons because there are a couple of episodes that are specifically on retinols if you want to deep dive yeah. and find out more about it, particularly um, Don't Fear the Retinoid. Yeah. And, um, yeah. Vitamin, vitamin, vitamin A amazing. And do you have a favourite retinol product of the product ranges? Like are you do you prefer the Jan Marini or the Revision or are you finding different things work for different people? Do you know different things do work for different people and different things also work for different for that same person throughout their life. Mm. Okay. So it does change. And then in your 30s, you do want to think about hydration and it's really, really important. Yeah. So there would be two options depending on your skin type. So if you are, if you prefer a lightweight moisturiser, then I would definitely go the Age Intervention Peptide Extreme. I love that product, even though my skin drinks it, I still use it. Yeah, it's just, <laughs> it's stunning. It is lightweight, but it's so, so hydrating yes. for how lightweight it is. And then if you prefer a heavier moisturiser, I would go the DEJ Face, yep. which is the revision. I love it, yep. So the DEJ Face, which is the revision, really good microbiome protection, probably more so than the Age Intervention Peptide Extreme. So if you have, like, rosacea, I would yes. go the DEJ Face okay. over the peptide. Interesting. Um, because it's just got that heavier barrier protection. But then not everybody likes how heavy it feels, so then you would go back to the peptide because it's still beautiful. But yeah. if you if you like a heavy-feeling moisturiser, go the DJ. Okay. Maybe now we talk about the more mature skin, so maybe mm. late 40s sort of onwards, mm -hmm. and I understand that that's a pretty broad spectrum, yeah. but maybe um, we're not so much looking at early intervention and prevention, but we're looking at addressing some of those skin concerns, mm. age skin concerns. What are your hero products? Hero product 100% is going to be the C-correcting. You need a vitamin C once you get to that point because it doesn't matter how good you've been, you're going to have some sun damage. We live in yeah. Australia. That's yeah, just yeah, the yeah. facts. Uh, you can't escape sun damage. And so you need to do something that's going to help at that DNA repair level that's going to help brighten the, is, the dullness. Yeah. Is that the revision? Yes, the, re memory? the revision. Yeah. Okay. So, and the C-correcting, which is the it's it's the C-correcting 30% plus, which is a bit of a mouthful. And it's definitely one of the more expensive products that we sell, but it will last six months. Yes, okay. But you, if you can handle the thought of buying it once at that price point, which I think is $250, you will buy it again because you do yeah. not, like it is $250 worth of better product. Yeah, so it's worth the investment, yeah. particularly for a more mature skin. Yeah. And look, if you're coming into a clinic and you're spending money on laser and injectables, then this is a worthwhile investment as an adjunct to maintain yeah, those definitely. results at definitely. home. And so, I mean, our yeah. patients who are really good with their skincare, you can tell the difference. You yes. know, they, they have their one or two lasers a year. They have their, their regular anti-wrinkle for sure. But the ones who are, you know, use consistently their skincare, you can tell the difference. Yeah, you know, yeah. their skin just has a different glow to it. And so I think then we've covered off sort of the core products, but what about those more like treatment products or specialised products, um, you know, what's your favourite mask, say, within the range? Yeah. yeah, so if you're in your maybe 30s, 40s, 50s and pigmentation is a problem mm -hmm. and, and dullness like we spoke about before yeah. where the makeup just sits there and doesn't kind of make you look any better, I would go one of the um, Gemmarini retinol masks. Okay, yeah, the because, retinol Because, you know, right. maybe if you can't use retinol every night right. you could do a little a little mask at home and you might get a little bit of a flaking for a day or two but that's actually okay if you can handle it well that's it and if you're like you're not dedicated and committed to doing retinol every day then maybe it's 
better to just kind of whack that mask have a bit on, of a flaking, you yeah. know, once a week or once every couple of weeks and have a yeah. little sort of at-home peel, gentle at-home exactly. peel. <laughs> exactly. And retinol is really good for breakouts too. So if you're got, you have breakout-prone prone skin, I mean, you can't go wrong with doing a little retinol peel. So really, let's just add 20s to that as well because 20s, 30s, 40s, can, <laughs> everyone can benefit from a bit of a retinol peel. Retinol peel. But mature skin, I think, like you say, there's huge benefits there mm. in trying to turn over some of those skin cells where it's slowed down with yeah. ageing. Yeah. And okay. I mean, you don't need anything much more really like I mean I could I could sit here and go oh well you could use this if you really wanted to you could use this but I mean as basics I mean that really covers the whole range and then like there are specialized products for special areas as you say your neck products and you've got your under eye products yada da da we're talking the basics yeah so now if we maybe look at away from the sort of um age products in terms of you know younger older skin maybe more now specific skin concerns Mm -hmm. so there's a few that I can think of where, I mean, you tell me, but I would say acne and congested skin is probably one of the bigger concerns mm-hmm. that people come to you with. Yes. What are your hero products in those Again, patients? Again, 100% the bioglycolic cleanser. You yeah. can't go wrong with that uh, from teenage boys through to 50-year-old yeah. women. I mean, it is just a beautiful product if you use it right. And, and if your skin, you know, look, always going to be 5% of the population that won't handle the BG cleanser, but yes. most of us, it's it's a yeah. really, really good product. And what about that, um, you know, people forget that with acne and congested skin, you still need to be healing and repairing the skin yes. barrier. So the importance of moisturisers. Absolutely, absolutely. And that's why, you know, I, I said before, if you're young and struggling with congestion and, and acne, maybe you could go the hydrating serum because I like to prescribe that for the younger people because it's a little more affordable yes yeah but for someone who was like no i just want the best product yes then i would probably still go the age age intervention peptide extreme because it is super hydrating but it's lightweight so it's not going to make you feel like you're being counterintuitive to that excess oil on your skin like a lot of people do feel when they've got breakouts so bg cleanser peptide extreme again the two products that i've been using for seven years and i and i and i sound like a broken record but again like like we said because you've seen the results and you've seen the impact of you know that 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 investment that small ongoing investment in your skincare can make a huge difference and help you maintain the results that you're getting from your bigger investment treatments like laser and injectables so what other so that's acne and congestion what other kind of big key um, like skin concerns are you treating with skincare in the clinic? So the next big skin, I mean, I would say melasma is the next one that you really have to ha- have to have your products sorted yes. and you have to be consistent. And this is the one where you can't really get away with cheaping out, and I'm sorry, but you just can't. Yes, okay. Because you need active products and yeah, you yeah, need yeah. them. I mean, we spoke to Ryan in our Dialoderm and we spoke about rosacea and he spoke a lot about how, you know, if you have to, you can go and get some of those CeraVe products. The chemist brands because, yeah, so the rosacea being inflammatory condition and you need to be gentle with very sensitive skin. But, but melasma is a little bit different. And it is inflammatory and we do need to be careful. So like rosacea, which he, he mentioned in that, sunscreen is so important. You yeah, do not okay. want to use a chemical sunscreen. So, you know, your Cancer Council 50 plus that you're going to pick up at Chemist Warehouse, no. It's no. not. It's got too many chemicals in it. It's not the right. You need a proper 
physical and, protectant. And what are the ingredients that people are looking for when they're trying to determine whether what they have in their hand is a physical or chemical sunscreen? You want a zinc-based. Yes. And it will tell you. If you look on the back, it'll say chemical and it will say physical and or mineral, sorry. And some of them have both. And look, if that's the only one you can use, then use one with both. But ideally, if you have really problematic melasma or rosacea, you want a proper true physical, which is the... Uh, revision brand for us, mm-hmm. which is yes. the true physical. Yes. And then I actually use the IntelliShade Matte, which is a combination. And I do have melasma, but my melasma is very under control. So for me, I've made the decision that I prefer the feel of the matte. Yep. And I will just be very, very good with my other skincare. Yes. But if I'm going to the beach or if I'm like, for example, when I went out, you know, you go out on a boat for a day or something yeah, like yeah. that, I will use full on zinc. Just drop that zinc. one in when I'm out on the boat for I, a day. Actually, I almost said in Positano <laughs> and then oh, I held back. like a wanker. That's what I mean. <laughs> so, yes, when I'm out on my boat in Positano, <laughs> I used zinc. No, actually, and I used a whole bunch. I just applied all day. Yeah, like but five different sunscreens. I really did. Yeah. I actually did. But, yeah. So if it's just to work during the day, yeah. I would rather you wear a sunscreen that feels nice yes. because any kind of protection is better. But if you're out and you've got that heat happening as well, so you've got the heat-induced melasma flare-up, right. the last thing you want to do is add some chemicals to flare it up as well yes. because you're going to walk in the door that afternoon and be brown all over your face. Yeah, so your favourite physical sunscreen is the um, IntelliShade by um, Revision. Yes. Now, it's interesting because my favourite sunscreen is actually the Jan Marini yes. physical protectant. It's bizarre and I don't know and again, this is a little bit like um, most people are going to love these products, but sometimes it just doesn't feel right on your face. And so, you know, frustratingly, they might be a bit of trial and error. Um, but at the same time, like I'm confident that between those two products, you'll find something you like because my skin is incredibly sensitive mm. and the Jan Marini physical sunscreen is perfect for my skin. It blends a lot easier. Mm. I think it's a little... Um, uh, it's a little more moisturising maybe, whereas I find that yeah. the um, the revision, it feels um, like heavy, but it doesn't kind of like, uh, just doesn't blend into my skin as well. Mm. And maybe because it's a slightly darker tint to it as well. Mm. The Jan Marini just, my skin is very, very pale. Yeah, that's fair. true. And uh, the Jan Marini, I mean, if you do have fair skin, maybe consider the Jan Marini physical protectant because... Um, if it blends into my skin, it will probably blend yeah, into that's yours true. as well. That's true. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. And okay. I look, that is the thing about sunscreen. Everybody will find the one that's right for them. They just, they do have to keep looking. And I think at this point we now have about, we either have nine or ten different types of sunscreens yes. that you can choose from. So there's no shortage of sunscreens Options. for you to find yes. one that you like. Uh, half of them are physical, some of them are chemical, some of them are a blend. So, you know, we've got everything you need. <laughs> and if you're lucky enough to be in Tamworth, Kelly will give you some samples. So Yeah, but also, you know, more than happy for you to kind of say, hey, which one do you think I need? I've got, you know, quite yes. fair skin. I'm a bit sensitive. And if you've ever used a sunscreen before and there was something about it that felt funny, like if you say to me, oh, you know, actually when I wear sunscreen and then I work out, I feel itchy. I'd be like, yeah. oh, that actually happens to me too and I use this type of sunscreen, yeah. so maybe let's try this one. You know, by, by giving us an idea of what you don't like about your other sunscreens, sometimes yes. we can help guide you with one that won't do that. Yeah. So hopefully I think with all of that, that's cleared up a little bit of, you know, the minefield of products out there and some of those brands that Kelly's spoken about, not just because she really believes in them, but because she has heaps of experience with yeah. them. So 
if you want to check them out, jump on to um, Kelly's website, which is... KellyGeorgeAesthetics.com. And if you specifically would like to look at the KGA Body range, it's both on her website, mm-hmm. but there's also a brand website as well, right? Which is KGABody.com. But, yeah, you can find everything I've just spoken about today on the Kelly George Aesthetics one. Yep, yep. Or just go to Instagram, Kelly George Aesthetics. Everything's there. All the links are there. You can find whatever you need. Sassy awesome. Minute time. Oh, I thought we were going to get away with nah. that one. No, she's prepared one. Sassy, Sassy Minute. Okay, so I have a 16-year-old son. My youngest is 16, as you know. Yes. So I am very up on the fun lingo. Oh, god. So I'm going to test Andy on some of these words. You know that I don't know them. No, I know. But you know what? <laughs> I thought our demographic are listening and it might help them with their teenagers right, to, fine. like, learn what these things mean. I need mean. to get prepared. My son's turning 10 soon. So, you know, I'm starting to come into the bruh stage. Yeah. You go from mummy. Well, you can go home and use some of these and they'll be like, oh my God, you're so cool. I'm so cool. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So the first one, it's an easy one because it's been around for a little while and you might know this one. No cap. What does no cap mean? (laughs) Not wearing a hat. (laughs) (laughs) Instant sun damage. No, it means it it means for real, as in like KGA body is amazing. No cap, (laughs) no cap. What? What does that mean? It means good. It means for real. Like why? (laughs) Why does Gen Z do anything? Okay, fine. (laughs) I just wondered if it stood for something. No, no. Oh, some do. All right. This one, this one's just no cap. I don't know. Okay. Or cap. I'm gonna trust it out tonight. Okay. It means like not lying. Oh. There's a couple of like variations. Yeah. None of it. None of them have like a clear definition either. Okay. <laughs> Sometimes Harry will use it for like anything, and I'm like, didn't that mean something else yesterday? <laughs> and Just he's to like, keep oh. you on your toes. He's like, yeah, obviously. Just so it... <laughs> you never like, even if you know the words, you're never really in with the in exactly. crowd because they'll just change the meaning. Exactly. On you. Okay. Exactly. All right. <laughs> Next one. Slaps. That slaps. Oh, like it's like it's awesome. Yes. It's great. Yes. That skincare slaps. <laughs> yeah, only because of the context in which you used it, but I'm pretty sure I've heard it before. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay, next one. Trot. 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 T-R-O-T. <laughs> so we used it. So, that, so there is a colloquial term for having the trots. It means yeah, like no, having diarrhea. Not that. <laughs> So no. I don't know any others. There's actually two meanings. Oh, so God. depending on how he says it or what day it is, <laughs> it either means really good. So like trot. if I came home and I said, oh, Harry, we're going to go to Hawaii next week, he'd be like, trot. Oh, okay. <laughs> but if I if he wants to go to like basketball yes. and he's ready, he could come out and he'd be like, let's trot, which means let's go. Oh, I understand that. <laughs> that like, makes more sense. Yeah. like. But when you mix in the other one, you're always like, oh, I don't know what you mean. Oh. How confusing and infuriating. (laughs) Yeah. Right. right. So next one's a really funny one. Oh, my God. The way I figured out what it meant. He, the word is riz. Riz? Mm. Okay. As in Um, R-I-double-Z. Riz. Um, Like to hurry or to rush, maybe? Riz up? Yeah, that's a good guess. Riz along? (laughs) I mean, look, these words could mean anything. I know. Like, this is a real guess. No, so riz means, like, a really cool person. Oh, okay. And we were at dinner with Harry and um, his cousin and the two kids at the same age were kind of like trying to explain it. And then me and the other mum both went, oh, like charisma. Oh. And, yes, it is short for charisma yes, when you look it, it up. However, ah. they both looked at us and went, what does charisma mean? And I'm like, charisma means serious? riz. Charisma is the word that you're oh. short, you've shortened. <laughs> and 
This is my concern is that we get to the point where they're just shortening stuff so much that they actually forget like what, what the actual word is that it's come from. Yeah, so we had to explain to them oh. what charisma meant. Anyway, oh, so that was, and they were no. like, oh, yeah, well, that's it. That's what Riz means. We're like, yeah, okay. Oh, All right, last one, Stan. Stan? Yeah. As in the streaming platform? As in spelt the same <laughs> as the streaming platform, yes. Um, Stan. Like, as a, is it a noun, an adjective, or a verb? <laughs> <laughs> Who knows? It's a mix of two words, I can tell you that. Oh. Standard? Like, that's standard? No, that would make too much sense. Okay. It's a mix between stalker and fan. So it's oh. like you can get behind something. It's like, oh, I'd, I stand that. Okay. So it's like a mild level of stalking. Yeah. It's like you, you love it. You're a fan. More than a standard fan? To the point. That you are a bit stalkerish, maybe. Stan. I don't okay. know. <laughs> All right. Stan. Okay, there you go. Anyway. I hope I don't know if I'm gonna remember it. There any. are the dumb words of the day. Dumb words of the day. All right. <laughs> Do you know where they're going? In the bin. <laughs> <laughs> For the bin. <laughs> I know, maybe, yeah, I don't like it. I can't see myself using any of them. I, I can't see myself using any of them. No. Not really. Like, not one. Maybe Riz. Riz? Maybe. Yeah. You know what? You got the Riz. <laughs> I got the Riz. We all got the Riz. And that wraps up an eth- episode of Skin and Sass. Stay Skin and Sass. <laughs> Stay. Stay Rizzy. Let's, oh, no, let's try. Let's try. <laughs> <laughs> see ya. <laughs> Oh, God, we're idiots. (laughs) Thank you.